Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. This show is designed to provide people with tips, strategies, and solutions to improve your mental fitness. This is Mental Fitness Matters. Hey, hey, happy Thursday, everybody. You are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am your host, Tracy Austin, and this is WSIC Radio. Happy Thursday. I hope everybody out there is having a great week. Uh, we have entered the first day of October. I just can't believe that. Even in the midst of things slowing down, it still feels like time is flying by so fast. And they say that the older we get, the faster time seems to go. Um, but thankfully, I have an expert in here with me today on aging and health. Um, and she's going to give us some good news that, no, we might can't stop time, but we can slow the process of aging and getting older doesn't have to mean decline. Um, but before I introduce her, I'm really excited about having a conversation with her today. But before I introduce her, I want to welcome all my first time listeners to the show. And if you are a frequent listener out there, thank you. Uh, this show is designed to provide you with tips, strategies and solutions on how to improve your mental health and mental fitness. I am super passionate about wellness in general and being able to perform at our peak. Um, And so if you are a podcast listener, please download and subscribe to the Mental Fitness Matters podcast. And if you have YouTube, just go to YouTube and subscribe to my YouTube channel as well so that you never miss the show. All right, guys, let's get into today's show. I have with me Dr. Michelle Stoong who is a frontline hero. She's been on the front line since all these things have been going on, guys. And she's also board certified. She's a board certified internist with a special interest in geriatrics and healthy aging. She's board certified integrative medicine, adding to her toolbox all natural alternatives and diet and exercise approaches to aging. She enjoys sharing her medical experiences from around the world with those facing aging, both in family and friends and themselves. Dr. Ong, thank you so much for being here and thank you for all that you do. Thank you, Tracy. So glad to have you. I like to kind of start off by before we kind of get into some of your background, I, I love to kind of ask people, um, what does mental fitness mean to you and what do you do to kind of stay mentally fit? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> Mentally fit. Um, mentally fit to me is being at your best, being sharp, being able to be there, be present with the other person, um, with those around you. Awesome. Awesome. And what do I do? Yeah. Personally? Well, we've met through the YMCA. Yes. So, you know, <laughs> physically, my body, I want to keep moving, be physically active to keep my brain fit. Um, I'm sure we'll get into this, but the studies show that helps. And then my diet, I try and look very carefully at what I eat and then spiritually how I bring myself to life every day. That's awesome. That's awesome. And when you talk about being an internist, tell us a little bit about what you're doing on a day to day. And we're going to get into uh, healthy aging and what happens to the brain and the body as we age. Tell us a little bit more about yourself and your line of work. So I'm internist, so internal medicine um, trained. And once I got into internal medicine, you pick a specialty. So geriatrics, the elderly, uh, is what I was called to do. Um, Integrative medicine means bringing alternative medicine together with regular medicine. Um, What has been scientifically shown, proven, so kind of Eastern and Western medicine brought together. Got it. Got it. And as we're looking at the medicines being brought together, I think a lot of times when we are, how did you get into the the specialty area for you with geriatrics and brain health and aging? How did you get there? 
That's a long story, but the short story is when I started going through my training, the physicians I met that were geriatricians way back in the in the day, <laughs> 80s, early 90s, this was a new specialty uh, that we realized an older person is different as we age. It's kind of when you think about pediatrics, why do we have pediatricians? We know we treat kids a little differently, their medications, what's good for them, what's not. And as we get older, it's the same thing. We need an adjustment. Uh, that was a new field, and it was exciting to me. And I felt the elderly were left out of the studies and the care we needed to provide. Got it. Got it. Let's talk about that as we age. I think a lot of us think about that as we are getting older, whether uh, we could be 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, as we're growing older, uh, we always kind of think about, I know for myself personally, I'm a former athlete. So the conditioning and training that I had in college, I no longer do that same conditioning and training. And so when I'm out training myself now, it's a difference. And so when we think about growing older, I think people kind of get concerned about their body's overall health and well-being and also their mental state. Let's talk about that a little bit. What are some things that kind of come up for you or that you see as you're working with people as we have these concerns, what do we do? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a simple answer. <laughs> First of all, you know, the aging, people always ask me, well, geriatrics, what, what does that mean? What age is yeah. geriatric? <clears throat> we don't have a set age, but I think most of us, as we get past the age of 40, 45, feel our bodies are really changing. You can feel it in your sleep and your mental acuity, your physical body. So we say 45, 50 and up is geriatrics. But really, all through your life, you'll feel the aging process, right? So mm -hmm. um, uh, we don't have one simple answer to that. Yeah, yeah. But are there some things that you would say as we are looking, as we're getting older, what should we be mindful of? What are those things? Because I know diet's important, exercise is important, sleep is important. There's some important things that we need to be doing. But what are some things that we should be paying attention to as we do age and as we get older that might be signs that um, things are accelerating in a direction or faster than what's necessary or normal? So signs that you, you need to be kind of what's going on. Yeah. What's so we, we look to, of course, memory. Everyone asks about memory. Mm -hmm. So just you don't feel like you're getting that word quite right. You don't feel like you're on par that day. First think, you know, has this always been this way? Some people always have trouble remembering someone's name. But if you feel like, no, something's really changing, that, you know, it's important to, to think about, talk to your doctor or your family. And then physically, obviously, if you can't move around as well, you know, you should, you should be a similar weight to the way you were in high school, a similar physical, um, being is the way you were in high school. People say, really? You know, we hope so. Obviously, certain things are going to change. If you've had a knee replacement, you're not going to move with that leg as well. Um, but the memory and the physical physical motion of your body is, is important. And I like how you just said that, too, where there might be some situations and circumstances where that's just normally kind of if you've had trouble remembering names or had trouble remembering where you placed, that could be a norm for you. But I'm also hearing in that that self-awareness is key, you know, being able to know, is this something that I normally do or is this something that's kind of come up now recently when we think about stress, um, when we think about what's going on right now in, in the midst of COVID, there's probably some places where people have felt a little bit more brain fog or fatigued or um, body type related uh, symptoms popping up. What would you say in the midst of that is I think those are some of the normal reasons why things would probably kind of spike a little bit. Um, but is there anything to be concerned about in those areas, would you say, or people could just be mindful that we're going through a stressful time right now? 
Oh, that's a lot in that question. Yeah. First of all, going back to your brain fog, I mean, you know, with aging, sometimes I'll hear, hear people say, well, it's just natural aging. Mm-hmm. You know, we have we have studies of people into their 80s, 90s, 100s that, that don't have that lack of brain function, that don't have the memory loss. Mm-hmm. So it's not normal aging. So you should be aware if you're really starting to you know, feel your memory change or your mind change, you, you want to think about it. You want to be mm-hmm. aware. Can I, can I do something with diet, exercise, stress? Um, second of all, you asked about the stress. Yes, anxiety and stress definitely add to this, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You'll see that week to week. You can always, if you go on vacation and you feel better, I mean, it's kind of an obvious sign. I think better on vacation. Well, then <laughs> that may be the stress. Uh, but I think we're all feeling a little bit of that brain fog right now. Yeah. Sensory overload. Yeah. And what we're going to do, Dr. Ong, we're going to take a break and when we come back. We're going to have you just provide us some tips and strategies that we can all use to stay sharp, whether that's from a nutritional standpoint, from a physical standpoint, a mental standpoint. We're going to have you give us a couple uh, tips that we can begin to use right now to stay sharp. Or if there's some concerns, what, what resources can we get into to get some support in that? OK, fantastic. We'll be back, guys. We are listening to the Mental Fitness Matters show. I'm Tracy Austin. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back. Hey, hey, welcome back, guys. You are listening to Mental Fitness Matters. I am here with Dr. Michelle Stoong, and we are talking about healthy aging. Uh, she's a board-certified internist and specializes really in geriatrics and just healthy aging, really looking at overall health and wellness of our brain um, as we age and get older. Let's get right back into what we were talking about before we went to break, um, just thinking about signs to be mindful of and be aware of as we just go through changes as we get older. Um, what is the first change that typically comes up when we think about our memory and getting older? What are some of the first changes that kind of come up for people? Should they be aware of? So memories, you get older, as I, you know, as I pointed out, some people don't have that change, but we worry, everyone asks, what if I get Alzheimer's? What are the first signs of Alzheimer's disease or dementia? Mm-hmm. My mother had dementia. You know, you want to watch for little things, word finding difficulty, we call it trouble with simple tasks, being able to remember where your car is or how the key works to get the car started. Um, But really, when you're younger, it's that foggy brain you want to start looking at. We notice we have something called mild cognitive impairment, MCI. It's more in your 30s, 40s, 50s when you start to feel just a little foggy, not quite um, mentally aware. we have a higher percentage of those people going on to dementia as they get older. So we do want to think about that in our younger years. You know, how, how can I address this? Can I bring this up with my doctor? Can I read some natural things that may help with this mild cognitive impairment? Let's go there for a second. So let's say if we, because people might want to know, how do you bring this up to your doctor? What questions should people be asking when they, they go in for their normal checkups and appointments? Is there anything in particular they should be asking their providers? Uh, yes, you know, it depends on the provider. So if it's just a general primary care, many of them do have experience with memory and healthy aging. So you can see, you know, I've noticed I'm not quite as sharp as I used to be. Um, hopefully your primary care would be aware of kind of diet, exercise, herbs, vitamins, things to watch for that may be affecting your memory. Or you can go to a special specialist like a neurologist or someone that really um, specializes in dementia, memory loss. Mm-hmm. And do you guys see a difference with uh, male and female versus how these symptoms popping up when? 
We don't see a difference as far as numbers in male and female. Um, it's fairly equal on who loses their memories as they get older. But we do see a difference on when you bring it up with your doctor. Females are a lot more likely to go in concerned or say something, whereas males will hide it for a while. Usually the wives or the significant mm-hmm. others will come in. I'm worried about my dad. I'm worried about my, my father, my, my, my uh, husband. Mm-hmm. That's common. And I think it's good to have some supports around that people are mindful and aware of what's going on. Um, let's get into some of the tips and things that we can begin to do. What are some things, because you really bring in a holistic approach in terms of how you practice. Talk about what that is first, um, the integrative piece of that. And then let's talk about some ways that we can do some things right at home to help improve our overall wellness. Okay. So you asked about integrative. It's holistic is a good way to look at it. You know, we understand that it's not just ta-da, the prescription, you know, that the whole body is, is, is made up of more things than just a medicine you put in it. So we know there are ways to, to help prevent some, slow down some of this aging. Um, so some, some tips you asked for or some things you want to? Yeah. And I think when people are thinking about the holistic approach and, and normally when we're going in seeing a specialist or a professional, it's like, okay, we're going in with this symptom and they're providing us this solution and that's all we do. Right. Right. And going in and recognizing, like you just said, it, it's more made up of more than just the medication that we put in it. That's right. There's food that we have to eat. There's things That's that right. we can do from a, a relaxation and stress management standpoint. So there's things that we can also be in the driver's seat of. That's right. We have these supports around us, but when we go home, we are ourselves. And so what can we do today that when we go home to say, you know what, I'm going to take care of my brain health. That's right. I'm going to take care of my physical health. What can I do? Okay. So things you can do at home. We call it a toolbox. You know, there's different things you can look at to help your body out. Mm-hmm. So first of all, things that you can do are look at your medications um, and go through those with your physician to make sure there's no medications actually causing your brain fog. Second, you can look at over-the-counter vitamins and herbs. They can help or they can hurt. Mm-hmm. Third, some basics you can do at home. Get active, no matter what it is. We have studies for kids, middle age, and older adults over 70. No matter what age, when you start that physical activity, something as simple as walking five to ten minutes a day can help the brain sharpen and actually improve your memory. This is new information from some of us when we trained. You know, we believed once your memory went, once those neurons disconnected we couldn't improve the memory and now we've shown that you can actually change you can improve your memory your mental health which yes. is what your show is all about yes. so thank you so physical activity so high up on the list and then finally diet that's a huge topic but basically getting rid of a lot of preservatives a lot of the inflammatory foods we call them things that irritate your body especially as you get older cause inflammation in the brain can actually make your memory worse and get ready. The studies over the next 10 years, I mean, they're pulling those foods out. People are actually improving with their memory, with their brain scores. What would you consider an inflammatory food? How would you replace that? So it's a little, it is a little different for most people. You know, everybody varies a little bit. So it's really something you want to find some great books or, or um, topics to read about. But inflammatory foods mean they're causing inflammation, a reaction in your body. Your body does not like it. Mm-hmm. And they're actually blood tests we can do in a hospital, in an office to check for inflammation. We're still learning about it, but it seems to be certainly additives, food additives, food dyes, which unfortunately is, for instance, in Gatorade, some of our products. And then gluten is being studied. So I'll leave that topic to the side. That's a whole whole nother show. (laughs) Um, 
sugary um, things, so all our sweetened beverages, unfortunately. Um, anything that kind of causes, you'll feel it. You can actually feel your joints inflame. You can feel your brain fog. Mm-hmm. Probably had a maybe show on this, but you really want to kind of tease apart what you're eating. Mediterranean diet. If I have to say one thing, read about Mediterranean diet. Mm-hmm. That's probably our top notch diet that you can pull up that's good for your heart, your blood vessels, your brain, your memory, aging in general. Yeah, It's all natural. Yeah. Let's go back to the basics, what your grandparents ate. And for people who are not aware of what the Mediterranean diet consists of, what, what are the foods in that group? So the basic thing is it'll have less processed, mm-hmm. less red meat, still has plenty of fish, poultry, more olive oil and nuts. So a lot of studies on the olive oil, good, good quality olive oil and nuts, more fresh fruits, more fresh vegetables. Sounds simple, but if you really look through what we're eating every day, half of it's processed coming from a box, right. not from the Mediterranean, right? <laughs> which is where this diet originated. Right. And so what I'm hearing right now is just things that we can start today would really be kind of taking a look at what's already in our homes. That's right. um, And making one simple choice or decision to adjust uh, from a nutritional standpoint, but getting active. You're exactly right, Dr. Ong. Um, Movement. There's so many studies around how that really changes some things in our brain. And you're right. There's been times where people felt like what you have is what you have. But that is not true. There's science that shows that our brain is plastic. It can move. Neuroplasticity is a real thing. And I will be doing some shows coming up about that, about brain mapping and brain imaging, being able to see what your brain health looks like, you know, and not only seeing what your brain health looks like, but there's ways that we can begin to train our brain to improve its performance through solutions, whether it's through food, whether it's through exercise. Uh, but there's also research that shows behind neurofeedback, you know, some studies behind training your brain to improve its health. And we'll get into things like that. Um, anything else that you would say as you're working with people and we're coming up on, on aging and health, I really think mindset's a big thing here. So when we think about um, our mind and our body, age really is a number but how you feel at that age matters. Right. Right. You know, so I've seen older people who are so full of life. Right. And so when we think about how we connect to that number, how we connect to to our bodies and to our wellness, that matters. That's right. That matters. Do you guys have conversations with people too, in just terms of as they're thinking about what you're saying to yourself about how you feel every single day and what you're saying to yourself about how old you are every single day matters. That's right. <laughs> I always refer to this book called The Blue Zones. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. You know, they did a study on who lives the longest around the world regularly into 105, 110, but stays happy. They stay yes. smart and sharp. And they studied these areas in the world, found five areas, and then decided, you know, to study those areas on what, what, what caused this. Why were they happier? Why did they live healthier longer? So they came up with a couple of reasons. One is their diet, mm-hmm. which we've touched on, especially the Mediterranean diet. Two is their physical activity. Mm-hmm. It could be just simply walking every day just down the street, you know, to go milk the cow or it could be going to the gym. <laughs> um, third was the social interaction. So um, whether a one. it's a huge one, you're just having that back and forth with friends, with family. Loma Linda in California was one of the spots and the people coming together and checking on each other, playing cards, you know, knowing where they were. And the final piece was having a purpose, getting up in the morning and having a purpose to your day. So whether you were 20 or 100, there's a reason for you to get out of that bed and go do something every day. That was a huge part of healthy aging. 
That is huge. And I, I read something that, that talked about uh, mental wellness and longevity go hand in hand. Our mental wellness and how we age is 20% genetics and 80% lifestyle choices. And I like how you just talked about community and support. You know, as we're getting older, being connected, especially right now where things quite feel so disconnected, but being able to get out and volunteer, join a group, become social, check in on family members, those factors are huge in terms of us feeling at our best, that happiness component. Um, so there are things that we can be doing right now to take care of our overall health and wellness that start with us. That's right. That's right. And that's so hard during COVID, right? Because yeah. we're separated from each other. But, you know, that's what your show is all about. It really is. It's That's a huge part of the aging, the mind, and, and being healthy as you get older. Awesome. Dr. Ong, is there anything, how people can reach you? Do you do anything outside of going to the hospitals? Or <laughs> tell me a little bit about that. How can they connect with you? So I'm sort of hard to reach at this time. I, yeah. had, I, I will go back into geriatric, you know, aging and healthy aging probably after this COVID spell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've taken some time to only work in the hospital and it's been a calling. So with COVID, I will stay in the hospital for now. But as soon as this is over, yes, hopefully we'll have an office up and running again. Because awesome. I love I love to help with That's tips. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And we can't thank you enough for your time. Anything else you want to share with our audience before we close out today? Oh, stay optimistic. We will get through this together. We will. And we have to believe in that. So thank you for your show and for inviting me. Absolutely. And I want my Mental Fitness Matters community to really, as you think about aging, wherever you are in your life cycle right now, that don't worry about what happened last week, last year, last month. Focus on the now. That we have a present opportunity to do something, put some things in your toolbox. Begin a healthy aging toolbox for yourself, whether you're 20, 25, 30, 45, 80. Create a healthy toolbox today. Put some resources in there, whether that's going to be improving your sleep, whether it's going to be improving your nutrition, saying something positive to yourself, making sure you are incorporating inside of your toolbox ways that you can stay healthy longer. Support, community, family, friendships, all these things matter. Let's not take those things for granted. You don't have to show up at a doctor's office with illnesses and problems and say, fix me. We want to have you get in the driver's seat and say, you know what? What can I do for myself on a daily basis for longevity? This is a long-term game, people. We want to make sure that we're equipped to, to live it, okay? Dr. Ong, thank you for your time. Thank, thank you, you for Tracy. all that you do. I want my Mental Fitness Matters community to go out and shine bright like the stars that you are Continue to make an impact. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us today on Mental Fitness Matters. Tune in every Thursday at 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. for more tips, tools, strategies, and solutions that will help you reach your peak mental fitness. My name is Tracy Austin, and you've been listening to Mental Fitness Matters. 